Hey, Bobby. Yeah? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah? <laughs> it's a Halloween. <laughs> Do like a Transylvanian vampire accent. Oh my goodness, I should stop. Yeah, uh, it's spooky season. It's it's time for Halloween. How's everyone doing? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's very close to Halloween, actually. I just spotted the date. I'm like, yeah, that's in that's in five days. That's coming around fast. It's coming up. Another brilliant intro. We we we're nailing these intros and outros at a minute. Yeah. Well, welcome everyone to the Matt and Bobby went to a theme park podcast. The catchiest name of a podcast ever. I'm joined with my po- uh, my podcast host here. We got the CEO of Drop Towers, Bobby. How's it going? <laughs> did I already ask that? <laughs> Nailing that so. intro once again. <laughs> you did. The CEO of Drop Towers. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I'm doing good. I, I think I've already said that, but I'm doing great. <laughs> thanks. I hope you're good. Are you good? Have I already asked that? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm good. I don't remember. I mean, clearly I got the memory of a goldfish when a microphone's in front of my face. That's just how it goes. That's how it goes. <laughs> Professionalism. That's what we like to call it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have any recent theme park trips or anything you want to talk about? Or do you want to talk about our topic for the day? Um, I don't actually. I haven't been. I haven't been to one. for. I didn't manage to get. I was supposed to go to Chessington over here mm-hmm. in the UK. I didn't manage to get there, sadly. So... Um, and Drayton Manor. So I missed a weekend of fun, really. But oh, no. what about you? I know you did. You went to a very special place, right? Or a couple places. Uh, yeah, it is literally a couple. Two theme parks right next to each yeah. other. Once again, yeah, went back to Halloween Horror Nights um, and had a couple more nights there. And it, everything I said on that last episode of that podcast is completely invalid now. All my opinions are changed. <laughs> I love everything. Hellblock Horror is like, I can't say I'm, it's like, in the top five for me but hellblock horror what everyone considers is like the worst house and possibly ever i love it i love it so much nice nice that's not what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about halloween uh you know this is the one year anniversary of when pumpkins were invented i mean who who could imagine it's already been one year wow Uh, ghosts were invented then black cats uh i don't know what else is spooky spiders are spooky yeah, it's is that what we're celebrating on Halloween? Isn't that what this is all about? Uh, um, that could be Cap. We'll get into that later. Fact to Cap. That that might be Cap. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's Halloween at the park with the ride that we are going to be talking about. So we could link it. There is. That is fact. All right. <laughs> so this week, if you haven't already read the episode title, this week we're talking about The Raven at a theme park in santa claus indiana called Holiday world so they, yeah there's a little halloween section and they got all these wooden coasters the park is basically in the middle of miles and miles of cornfields so it's like it's really unique in so many ways um i just i just loved it yeah talking of cornfields we stayed in a when we did the road trip we stayed in a hotel i can't remember how close to the park but reasonably close and we checked in went into my room threw my bag down, opened the windows, and what do I see? Nothing but crop fields. And I felt like I was in the movie signs. I did not oh, like it right. one bit. I was like, this is this is a horror movie right now, so I'm just going to close the curtains and pretend that there's nothing. It's just, I don't know, a, a gas station just next door. There's no crop fields. It's fine, Bobby. This, this is not a horror film. 
and you just yeah. turn on the TV and there was a, a video of a birthday party playing oh. and then just out the window in a little alleyway. Oh, guy you know what? <laughs> I know this is not a movie podcast, but that scene, because that was the first sort of horror film I think I saw. And that scene mm-hmm. still scares me a little bit to this day. So that's exactly <laughs> what I thought when I saw saw those crop fields. But anyway, <laughs> sorry about that. No, that's absolutely <laughs> perfect. Uh, yeah. So the Raven, it's this wooden coaster. They've got all these crazy wooden. Basically, it's all they have. They have one steel coaster and then they have three wooden coasters at Holiday World. So it's kind of crazy how how they set the park up. But this one in particular, the Raven, it opened in 1995. It is themed or basically it's named after the famous poem by Edgar Allan Poe. Um, this to me, it's it's not a coaster that's necessarily about the stats. It's it's just a really beautiful coaster that's in the woods. It goes by this lake. It it hugs the terrain really well. Um, just a really impressive coaster the way it was designed. But yeah, I mean. What do you think about this ride? Do you do you remember much about it or anything like that? Oh, yeah. What were your impressions? Very like like you just said, it's for me when I walked into Holiday World and I know we've got some other rides in that park we will talk about at some point, but this one kind of flew under the radar because I wasn't a, in fact Was that a pun? It flew under the radar. It's a raven. Uh, I guess. Yes, yes, I'm that. Yeah. I, You're very yeah, clever. Yeah, yes. Yeah, just just casually, just being funny but not meaning to. Yeah, it was. I didn't like wooden coasters before I went to Holiday World. It was. I hadn't hadn't been on enough, but for me, I am very quite sensitive to coasters, and if one is particularly rough or very jolty, it has the ability to kind of ruin my day. Like yeah. I do struggle. Um, it can give me a headache, backache and all the rest. So wooden coasters, even though I hadn't been on that many, I didn't have a great record. In fact, I think we had Wicker Man in the UK. I think we had Megaphobia over in Wales. And then I think, um, what's the one at Fun Spot? Orlando Mindblower. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was kind of my record. And all three of those, apart from maybe Wicker Man, had caused me some sort of pain in the past so I wasn't that hyped to go to Holiday World I was more quite excited to see the park because I know it's quite an unusual thing yeah the way the lands are themed and stuff but I was a little bit nervous about what that day was going to do to me um and yeah I didn't know anything about Raven before I went and we kind of just queued up and I was like "Mm, it's it's another wooden coaster I'm not sure if it's going to hurt me I'm not sure if I'm going to enjoy it and yeah it's it's beautiful like it, it goes through some of the most beautiful terrain. You know, you're whipping in and out of the trees. You go past that lake. It was like a hidden gem of the trip. Like genuinely, one of those ones that you kind of go on and just think, yeah, you, know, it's just, you can't. Especially on a trip like this, it's like coaster, 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 coaster. Yeah, they blend in. Yeah, and this one was very memorable because, like you say, might not have any, might not break any records, but man, what. A, beautiful coaster like what a beautiful setting to build a coaster in yeah i'm definitely the same way um actually i'm a little bit opposite the way you are i i love wooden coasters like the more out of control the more beat you up the better i just i love that sensation of just it's absolutely ridiculous like how is this legal what are we doing how how did any doctor or (laughs) 
anyone approve this, any safety regulator or anything like that? How is this existing? We're just going through, just barreling through at 50 miles an hour over planks of wood. And you feel every nail, you feel every splinter and everything. I just love how absolutely ridiculous and fun they are in that way. Um, (laughs) That makes no sense to me. I like I like feeling out of control. I, I don't like like you say, just feeling every single nail in those rides. <laughs> but they're always designed like steel coasters have these launches and huge drops and loops, like crazy inversions. They're able to go over and around themselves in different ways. Um, you, you just bend the track in any which way you want. And yeah. wooden coasters, yeah, they're very well engineered and everything. But it just feels like they're they're limited, so they kind of have to resort to different gimmicks of going down low and turning really tight and getting a really nice airtime and hill in there and everything. Like they're just a little more creative in the way they have to lay out the coaster and everything. It just seems like just they can't do as much, so the people designing them just have to get really creative about it. Yeah, but this coaster, um, when we. Me and my wife went to Holiday World and we did Kentucky Kingdom in the same day. So we drove like we did Kentucky Kingdom first and then drove, I think it's like two hours or something like that in between the parks. So we get to the park at like three or four o'clock. Um, we have no idea where we are and everything. <laughs> we This is the first ride we went to. It's pretty much near the front of the park. You walk straight into the holiday or the uh, Halloween section. And I, I was kind of like you. I. Um, I didn't really know what to expect. It's a wooden coaster and I hadn't really watched any POVs or anything of it. If, if I did in the past, I just kind of didn't really remember it and get on the ride, go up the hill, do the first drop. And I'm like, I'm loving this. Okay. It's fun. It's a wooden coaster. This is, this is my thing. And we take this turn and just the woods kind of open up and there's this huge, massive lake to your left. And it's just like, it's it's peaceful and like, the time of day it was, the light was hitting it just right and everything. And there were the, I remember the, there were these two people on a canoe just in the middle of the lake doing their thing. And as the, the coaster goes by, they were waving and I'm like, this is the best thing ever. And I'm, I'm like waving back and it's, it was just such a fun experience. Like it was a smile from then on. We were absolutely hauling. Another thing I remember about the ride is that it has all these turns as you're staying low to the ground right there in the trees through the forest just racing through um you just turn after turn and you do a couple hills too it's a little bit of airtime but it's just like pelting you to the side of the car and then pelting you to the the person next to you and just kind of going back and forth like that a little bit here and there i just i just remember that yeah yeah i I remember um because my friend claire was on it with friend claire um and as you just as you said, as you came out and did that turn onto Lake, I remember we were kind of like we were both sort of similar in the sense of nervous about if this thing's going to hurt or not. And I remember we sort of hurtled down the first drop, which isn't the biggest drop in the world, if I remember correctly. Is it? Did we give the the fact of the drop was it about? Did you say it was about eighty five foot? I didn't say it at the top, but it's it's eighty five feet and uh twenty six meters. Yeah. And here's now that I said meters out loud, this is where I say something offensive about an entire country. Since that's a weekly feature. Now, come on, let's hear it. Let's hear it then. Come on, before I continue. Go on. The proper way of measuring. Is that what we're going to say here? Really, honestly, I agree. I agree. Because for some reason, we use centimeters also. It's like, how are we so inconsistent? We'll use that. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. Anyway. Although saying that, like, we use meters, but then when we're talking about coasters, it's always foot. So. Really? Yeah. We'd always say, like, that's my first 300 foot coaster. That's my first 280 foot coaster. I don't know who would say that, but you know what I mean? Do you know how tall the big one is or something like that? Like. Oh, God. You're testing me now. No, sorry. I'm not testing you. But when you talk about coasters over in the UK, do you refer to them in feet? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's always. It's, I, I don't know whether that's just kind of because of the blend of UK and US and other countries, yeah. enthusiasts all kind of talking online. But like when they announced, hoping to announce a new coaster at Thorpe Park, that was it's going to be the certain height in feet. So I think that's kind of like the the go-to for coaster measurements. I'm interested. That's okay. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're weird too. It's 85 foot drop. No meters. It's just 85 foot. <laughs> so not a, a monster drop by any stretch, but we kind of did that drop. And like you say, we kind of whipped round this lake. And I remember we were sort of like, uh, oh, because ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was just such a, pretty sight like it, i didn't know anything about it so i didn't know you were gonna come hurtling around over the water like that like it it's a nice shock and i think as you are going through the trees you get so much more of a perception of speed as you're going through you might not actually be going a huge amount of speed it might not be breaking any records like i said but it when you're whipping through the trees like that and around little hills you you not feel like you're moving fast <laughs> It does feel very, very fast, that ride. Yeah, you're completely just hauling, barreling through the entire course. Like, it, it yeah. doesn't feel like it lets up until the final breaks. Yeah. It's um, it's kind of making me want to ride it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, this park, I think I tweeted it when I was there. This park completely changed my perception of wooden coasters. Now that it was like, I don't know whether I just hadn't been on enough and whether I was just overthinking that every single wooden coast has to be rough. I'm not, I don't think this ride is particularly smooth. Yeah. It had a rattle rather than a, I don't know what the word is, rather than a kind of brain shaker kind of rattle. It was, you kind of feel like wooden coasters are supposed to have that, aren't they? They're not supposed to be this perfectly smooth ride. Like, as you said in your <laughs> brilliant description of why you like these rides. It's kind of jolty. Yeah. Um, so we could deal with that. And yeah, I, I came away from that park and this ride and so on. And I was like, okay, I'm warming to these now. I'm actually looking forward to the next batch of wooden coasters that I do on the trip. Like it was, it really did change my mind on them. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, yeah, just the park overall, it's, it's really cool. Um, the way they've got the theme, it feels like almost like a bush gardens light kind of environment um maybe like a dollywood type of quality where it's it's just very clean everywhere you go it's it's thought out but it's still kind of like i don't know it feels family owned in this way where yes everything's kind of quaint um and very very charming that's a great word yeah no i agree it was it was one of those parks i know we're kind of reviewing the ride but you you put it perfectly it's like it was very clean it was very tidy there's no record breaking like record breaking is the wrong word there's no incredible amount of theming as such yeah it's it's kind of cheesy it is a little bit like a like a permanent fair it it does look like some of the theming is like the theming you were dropping roller coaster tycoon like <laughs> you, you know what i'm saying like in, in the yes in the most yeah beautiful way possible yeah oh yeah not that's not an insight it works at this park really well because they i think they can 
they're consistent with it throughout the park. So it's not like they've just kind of done the, you know, that one big ride where it's got all the theme in and it all looks amazing and in the rest of the park they couldn't be bothered. It's it's that way throughout the park. That explains why it paid ten cents to go to the bathroom. That explains it. No, not really. You, I was going to say, I, really? <laughs> actually, I mean, just for those listening, all the drinks, like the soft yes. drinks and sodas and everything, they're all complimentary. They're free with your price of admission. You, anywhere you walk in the park, there's a soda machine. You could just grab a cup and, and go on about your day. And every trash can is like full completely with all these soda cups all over the place. And I'm pretty sure the entire ground is coated with sugar. <laughs> yeah because of it yeah it, that's a great touch though like because you know we, we went and i think you went in the height of summer and yeah to to get that um i mean i think a couple of the stands might have run out of drinks at some point but that's understandable it was um i just had mountain dew all day so i was hyped <laughs> up on sugar all day um but a good touch that's a very good touch for a park to do in the middle of a road trip though it ruined my expectations because i'm like i'm conditioned i'm like okay i got um, cause I was trying all of them all day. Like, Oh, what's this one? Like, what's this one? And you know, I, I haven't had this one in like 10 years. What's, what's this one? And I'm just going crazy with it. And then the next day it's like, okay, back to water. Cause it's free. And we got a whole yeah. road trip ahead of us. I missed the sugar. But what they also do is it's not like a, it's not even like a, um, like a freestyle cup or anything. You can go as much as you want, right? It's just a, a paper yeah. cup that you just go yeah. and use as and when. So they're not even like limiting you to like one an hour or something like that. You finish your drink, no. go and get another one. It's absolutely yeah. fine. Back to the, back to, I was going to say the Raven. It's just Raven, right? Uh, I think it's the Raven, but it, I mean, this is one of those parks where it's not like, it could say something different on the sign and then it, it might say Raven yeah. on the website and then the Raven on the sign. And then just everyone calls it something different. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think it's the Raven, but I don't know. Well, it, actually, if it's themed to the the poem, which I'm going to recite in its entirety. Um, yes, please our, do. Let's all settle down. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I was joking. <laughs> On the website, it's, it's called The Raven Roller Coaster. And that would make sense since it's themed to the, the poem. That would also be called The Raven. Anyway, that was too much of a nerdy, pointless rant. But isn't that what we're here for? Yeah, basically. One thing that I, I liked as well, um, the ride building was cute. Like the the station was very cute. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. I just remind him. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking at some pictures now, but I, I've forgotten that was a a cute little station right there. I don't know how to describe it. Can you describe it? It's like a. It's so like you walk in. I'm. This is going off memory, so sorry if it's it's yeah. wrong. But I remember there was like an iron um kind of little archway that you walk through and it's just kind of the coaster's off to the corner it's not really like there's no giant pathway that leads up to it and this giant lift hill that's drawing you in like like when you walk up to Velocicoaster, coaster there's there's no question you're walking up to one of the best coasters in the world they set it up very strategically this one they're like i just put it over there off to the side and there's this little iron archway that you walk through that says the raven over it and you go through this pathway going up to the queue um and it's there's this little building that was like a haunted house yeah it's like amityville isn't it almost like yeah like this quintessential little haunted house and almost like the uh haunted house that you would drop in roller coaster tycoon um and then you walk inside and all i remember this could be totally wrong i should watch a pov or look up pictures or something i just remember all the walls were like plywood wooden walls and they just spray painted them black. So it's like very kind of, I don't want to say it's cheesy or tacky. It's 
really i love that kind of vibe that just the very classic haunted house kind of vibe but it was very bare bones the way they did it um it's like hey just put some black spray paint on it now it's scary and have people walk up the stairs that way and you don't need to do anything else (laughs) but i mean they could have had like fake birds everywhere like eyeballs poking out on you poking out looking at you some branches coming out some birds chirping in the the audio or something but no just black walls i love it (laughs) i love it they they were probably you know like we go back maybe maybe budget wasn't wasn't the highest um (laughs) and maybe they were like hey we still want some kids to ride this we still want it to be a family ride maybe we'll just yeah, we'll just spray paint the walls and just say, job done. It looks scary from the outside. We've done our bit. Yeah. But it's cool because it could just be a boring old station. At least they've, at least on the outside, it, it looks like you say with the iron entrance and that house, it's kind of spooky. It is kind of spooky going in. They Yeah, it. they got a vibe going on for sure. Oh, one thing, sorry. Uh, yeah. Sorry if you're about to bring up something else, but one thing I wanted to bring up is an I mean, I don't know for sure from experience, but something I would love to do right now, I'm sure this fall type of season, autumn, I'm sure the leaves are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And how awesome would it be to just be rushing through those woods and it's all yellow and orange and red and burgundy and all these colors and the, the crisp wind hitting your face and everything. Yeah. I would love to do this in a proper spooky time season. Yeah. Yeah, it would especially that ride and especially in that area of the park it's it's like free theming for all because we'll let nature theme theme the rest of the park it's such a would be such a perfect setting for it wouldn't it definitely would be okay so when we book in this (laughs) how do i get to holiday world again with no car yeah there's a isn't there like a gondola system like the skyliner that goes from your town all the way to Santa Claus, yeah. Indiana. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Just purpose built for holiday world. It's incredible <laughs> what they've done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a huge demand for it. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine all the way across the Atlantic ocean? We'll be there in about three months. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> the other question I was going to ask, and I can't remember whether you asked it earlier. Who makes this? I didn't mention it earlier. Um, so it, was, it opened in 1995. And if, you allow me a little bit of time to type in the Raven into Google. <laughs> it's going to be GCI or CCI or it might have been um, CCI. I clicked on the the Raven Wikipedia page for the poem. I need to type in coaster, Santa Claus, Indiana. Here we go. Um, it's or CGI. <laughs> CGI. It is CCI. Thank you so much. Right. So you called it. You called it. Well, I called every single one but RMC, I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be right somewhere. So Custom Coasters International. They make some other things, quite a few things, right? I'm pretty sure I've been on some of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they make a lot of stuff. You know, like uh, Kingdom Coaster, Outlaw, Hoosier Hurricane, Zack Zoomer, Cyclops, Cannibal. I mean, this is just all the off the top of my head. Temper Terror, The Underground, Pegasus, The Light. <laughs> I'm the not light. believing you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's it's just a lot of stuff like that. Um, Ghost Rider, that's a that's a big one right there. You know, the Lost Coaster of Superstition Mountain over at Indiana Beach. One of my one of my uh, top ten, honestly. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's a. It's, I'm just glad that we know who the manufacturer is, and it is a popular manufacturer. So, 
1995. Well, it's held up well. It it definitely has. Well, it get it got a retrack pretty recently. No oh, cheating then doesn't count. <laughs> I know we're not supposed to talk about other rides as much, but the legend that was in that park was unfortunately closed whilst we were there, and that was yeah. being retracked. So that's the first time I've. I don't know if the whole ride is being retracked, but we actually saw people lifting planks of wood onto the lift hill while we were there. That was a very cool sight. Witness theme park history. I've never seen that before, ever. It's crazy because I was there only like a month after you were. Um, so yeah, for those listening, we didn't go at the same time, no. even though it might seem like we we did. Um, but not this time, unfortunately, even though, you know, maybe if you take the Skyliner, uh, we could do it next week or something. <laughs> it's three months, Matt. I told you. It's thousands <laughs> of miles. True. That's right. Yeah, it was open like a month later, which is crazy to me. Um, I'm sorry to say you missed out. It was so good. The legend. Thanks. Thanks so much. I've noticed a lot of these regional parks, um, the theming that they have for their coaster is, and I get it, the legend, it, it makes sense with the story and everything, but there are more than one regional park coasters that the theme is don't look back. And you exit the station for the legend and they're they're ringing this bell, like an actual like church bell kind of thing. And it's there's actually in the station, there's one of the attendants, there's a rope coming from the ceiling and it's way up in this tower above the station. They're ringing this bell and they, as they're ringing that, they're like, don't look back. And did you look back? I, I think everyone was a little bit of a, a smart aleck and turned around. There, there are definitely a couple kids and me, a 30 plus year old doing the same little stupid snickering joke as we just, it was so hilarious. Yeah. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. Um, yeah, I don't know whether that was a full retrack or whether it was just just a minor one for the lift hill. Yeah. Because that's all we could see at the time. But no, that was one of the ones that spited us, I'm afraid. We didn't manage to get that. But Raven, excellent. Excellent, excellent ride. I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, that kind of pulls us into a segment you came up with, if you're okay moving on. Yeah. That the two of us, as we go along this podcast... We're going to have to collectively agree on a top 10. And so we both loved the Raven. And so by default, this coaster is our shared number one at the moment. Uh, next week, it might be number two or in two weeks time, it might be number two because we would have talked about a different ride. But for now, can, can't you agree that out of all the rides, out of all the one rides we've talked about on this podcast so far, that this is number one? Um, after much deliberation. Um... <laughs> And for a discussion, we um, we have decided that it's it's number one for now. But it's going to get interesting because we are also going to review some dark rides along the way. And this is not a, a split coaster top 10 slash dark ride. We're going to try, it could get a little bit spicy along the way, try to do a top 10 of what we think are the top 10 rides that we have been on that we can discuss. So Raven's yeah. at number one because that's obvious. But next week... It gets very exciting because could we have a new number one? Who knows? Yeah, certainly. Because how can you compare like Men in Black to the Raven? Like, how am I going to nudge one over the other? Like, it's it's so hard. It's going to get interesting, I think. It might not make much sense, but we're going to do it anyway. Because <laughs> why not? But yeah, I thought it would be quite fun. I think yeah, it could get interesting along the way once we start getting some more episodes in. Yeah, it's it's going to get heated. So congratulations, Raven, for now. <laughs> You are the best ride we have ever reviewed. 
We need to put out an award. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for some factor cap? <sighs> Can I ask something? Go for it. Are these fact checked? <laughs> There's one of them that I'm not positive about. Oh, I'll let you. You know, for goodness. If you want me to just double check right now, if you want to talk no. for a little bit. Um, no, go on. Let's let's get let's get into it. Let's go. This is going to be wild. This is going to be wild. This one because I don't know what you could ask me here. All right, I checked with multiple sources, being Wikipedia, <laughs> and this is this is technically the second source I checked for this one. So it's this is second okay. source. This one is a fact. Well, you've just told me it's a fact. Well, I'm not telling you which. It's it's somewhere <laughs> in the middle. It's not it's not the first one. It's anyway. All right, here we go. Factor cap. So basically, if for some reason you're a first time listener, welcome. Thank you. This is basically a truth and a lie. I, Bobby's going to have to tell me whether or not the fact or fake fact that I'm telling him is true or false, fact or cap. You know, just uh, the word cap something i use casually every day um in my everyday happenings and everything as i pull up my my pants uh and say how do you do fellow kids and everything hold a skateboard over my shoulder (laughs) that's that's just how it goes all right so the first factor cap here is the park president at the time had the idea to give this coaster the name the raven after reading the poem while sitting on the toilet factor cap I'm going with fact, because some of the best faults happen when you're on the toilet. So, fact. That one is cap. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (laughs) I don't know how the name The Raven came about. Um, I mean, maybe it's true, but I, I came up with that. Anyway, second one we got here. The ceremonial first train was dispatched with one empty seat, which was reserved for the spirit of Edgar Allan Poe. Fact or cap? That's cap oh come on bobby that one's fact <laughs> oh i should have just done that because you just oh wow that's weird i mean i suppose that's a cool cool little bit of marketing there was a little bit more to the story uh yeah that okay. someone gave up their seat someone i think it was like the park president's daughter or someone that i have not fact checked well that's cute yeah they they gave up their seat in honor of edgar Allan poe so yeah, that's cool. Cool. Yeah, that could have been cool. on the first train, but you know, Edgar got his seat instead. Yeah, I'm not sure many inf- coaster enthusiasts would do that these days. <laughs> no, no, definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not. And this actually might be the only coaster that Edgar Allan Poe has ever been on. I Ooh. just thought of that. Anyway, the ride operated with only one train for a full decade. A second train was added in 2005, exactly 10 years after the coaster opened. Factor cap. I'm going to go with fact on that one because I believe I have actually heard this. That is a fact. And it was on one train when we were there. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, it was two when we were there during the day or maybe it was the other way around. At some point, it it was a one train operation and it was an issue. It was like, yeah. okay. Like the water park closed and everyone was coming in their dripping wet shorts to ride the coasters. Um, for those who don't know, the there's a water park inside the theme park so uh people are coming in and out of it all day basically yeah and once the water park closed it it closed a few hours before the theme park portion of the park yeah people are walking around like getting the seat belts on the train all wet they're just leaving drips on the leather seats and or pleather whatever it is <laughs> it's just like oh my goodness 
Yeah, it's a strange setup, isn't it? Because when you when the park opens, I know you, I think you got there later on, but you're like, oh, the park looks like it's going to be busy today, and then you just see everyone's got swim bags and stuff like that in their hands. You're like, oh, I know where you're going. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, it was a quiet day when we went there, but it was one train, and it's not the longest ride in the world. I think it's, I think I just read it's about a minute and a half, so it's not the longest, but it can take a while when you're standing in a queue and you just. One train just slowly making its way around. Yeah, you got to sit there. You're just like avoiding eye contact with the ride operator. And, <laughs> and it's like there's no music playing or anything. Just the sound of a, a raven in the distance, like an actual raven in a tree just going, nevermore, nevermore. That didn't happen to you? No. Huh. That's really weird. I've had some weird things happen around the house. I might explain it. Ooh. Back to Factor Cap. Okay, yes. It's rumored that the employees, when they start working at the Raven, have to do what's called a Raven Rave, which is riding the coaster all alone in the nude at night. Factor Cap. Oh, <laughs> come on. Cap, but if it's fact, wow. Yeah, that'd be like some really awful allegations and scandals coming out of the park, unfortunately, if that were true. So I'm very glad that that's Cap. Yeah. You sort of had me in the first half. because I thought there was going to be some sort of... I don't know, like brave that they were going to have before yeah. they were allowed to open it. But oh dear, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that one's cap. I would have been very concerned otherwise. <laughs> All right, artist Salvador Dali designed the logo for the ride. Factor cap. I don't know who that is. Should I know who that is? <laughs> no, he did. He did like uh, optical illusions. I think you know, like the stairs where they're going up and around and upside down. Okay. He did what that one. Um, he might have done. I could be wrong. He that painting where the the clocks are melting. Yeah. So the question is, he designed the sign, did she? Yeah, the logo. The logo. I'm gonna go cap. You're correct. I made that one. Ooh, up. that's wild. How you even thought of that? To be fair, there was. I was looking up a like random fact generator to get a little bit of inspiration. And he designed a logo for another company. I forget. It was some like lollipop company or something. So yeah. Interesting. All right. In the poem, the raven was almost a parrot. Factor cap. Oh, that doesn't have the same effect. I'm going to say cap again. That one is fact. And that's the one that I had wow. a double fact check there. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a difference. <laughs> his, his intention was to have a bird that talked. Um, so he, he wanted one that would squawk back, basically, or it would make sense for them to open their mouth and make a noise. And so the parrot was the initial bird and then mm. went to a raven. A much, much better decision. Yeah, the the parrot would not have had the same vibe to it. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely not. There might have been like a tropical, like, I don't know, Bush Gardens Tampa would have a wooden coaster called the parrot. Just some tropical setting somewhere. Yeah. In an alternate yeah. universe where that ended up happening. All right. Factor cap. The Raven coaster opened a hundred years, 150 years, sorry, opened 150 years after the poem was published. Factor cap. Fact. That is fact. Or actually, no, I'm sorry. It's cap. It was exactly oh, right. okay. 151 years after. You, I'm so sorry. No, you missed it by one year. No, I'm just joking. All right. <laughs> that one is fact. That was fast. So okay. Good job. Good job. You're, you're spinning my brain here. I don't know where I'm wrong. <laughs> wrong. All right. Um, we got two more here. So okay, okay. hold on. Strap in. Here we go. <laughs> For the ride's opening ceremonies, a giant inflatable raven was put in front of the entrance. Because of the park's close proximity to cornfields, 
the inflatable had the opposite effect as a scarecrow would have and attracted thousands of squawking birds. Fact or cap? Ooh. Ooh, that's... I'm going to say fact on that. I'm so sorry. That one is cap. That was a very detailed lie. Very detailed. (laughs) That would have been really quite interesting, although I suppose not for the farmers. (laughs) All right, last one here. Here we go. Final one. The ride was partially retracted in the 2021 offseason. The park held a contest to give away portions of the former track. Contestants had to recite the poem in its entirety during the duration of the coaster while riding. No one formally won, but one contestant almost accomplished the challenge before being hit in the face by a bird on the final turn of the ride. Oh my god, that is... Alright, so they had to recite it with or without help. They had to just completely have the poem in their head? That was not clear. They just had to recite it, is all I know. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go with fact. That is cap. That is cap. You are good. <laughs> the elaborate ones ended up being the cap ones. And the, like, yeah. the ride opened 150 years after the poem was published. Fact. <laughs> like, the really short one, obvious one, is the fact. Believe it or not, there's, you know, a random wooden coaster in the middle of Indiana doesn't have a lot of wild, bizarre facts about it online. So, had to make do. Make do. It was one of those ones though, where it was like, it sounded so ridiculous that I just, I didn't want it to be true. I don't want anyone to get struck by a bird on a coaster, but. <laughs> Shout out to Fabio. Yeah. It's kind of starting to um to sound like it could be true, but <laughs> very well done. I don't know what I finished there. I Yeah, I stopped keeping track. I don't know why. Um, oh, I got them all right, I think. So. Yeah, I think you did. Actually, now yeah. that I, yeah, you're yeah. right. Good job. Good job. Yeah, thank you. I'm very good at this. It's just incredible, really. Absolutely. The Raven is our number one in our top 10, and you are number one in Factor Cap. There we go. Congratulations, Raven. It's What an honor. Congratulations, Bobby. <laughs> Thank you. And congratulations to the listener. Uh, I mean, unless you have anything else to add about this ride, you guys have made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. No, I don't have anything else to add. Genuinely lovely ride. Thank you, Raven, for improving my love or improving my hate, really, of wooden coasters. You started to turn the corner for me to love them again. So improved your hate so you just loathe them. There's just so much <sighs> rage inside of you, even more. I got now. the words wrong, man. It, it's okay. okay. Oh, is it, I we were just talking about this before logging on too. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Now I feel bad. No. Don't feel bad. Don't <laughs> feel bad. I like you, Raven. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. is definitely a beautiful ride. Um, definitely worth, if you, for some reason, pass through Indiana, uh, this is a, a good park to check out. I don't know if, oh, I guess there are other parks in Indiana, but this is definitely one that's been on my radar for a long time and it did not disappoint. I wish I had more time there. It was really a fun park. All the coasters, including this one, were incredible. So yeah. Thank yeah. you, Raven. Thank you, Raven. I'll get my um, Skyliner over very shortly. I'm looking forward. I'll pick you up at the the Skyliner station uh, in Santa Claus, Indiana. We're going to park together. It's now time to board to London to Santa Claus, Indiana. Yeah, Skyliner. Yeah. Uh, Is that where a platform platform nine and three quarters is? I think I saw that in a movie somewhere. Yeah, right next to it. It's incredible. 
really. Oh, that's nine and a half is that one. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> you've got yeah, you've got Hogwarts and you've got Santa Claus, Indiana. That's that's right. that's the only two places that King's Cross go to. <laughs> uh, so if there's ever someone like, you know, people are um the wizards and witches are walking around with their um rats and their owls and everything in their luggage and if there's ever someone in like an uncle sam outfit very patriotic going to visit the fourth of july section at holiday world yeah you'll see them walking around you could point them out very easily at the london station yeah you know exactly where they're going yeah (laughs) all right anyway thank you so much everyone for listening uh truly thank you um yeah, somehow you. we made it to three episodes and somehow people are still listening if this is your first time appreciate you so much i mean if you're second or third time also appreciate you so much but we just ask um if you'd be so kind if you enjoyed us please leave us a review on apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts preferably five star and that's positive review i'd love to see what you guys have to say um love hearing back from you guys but also bobby where can they find you online um, you can find me on Twitter at the Bobby Healy, and you can also find me on YouTube at just my name, Bobby Healy. So, huge thank you to anyone who gives me a follow or a subscribe from there. All right, you got any interesting videos coming out on YouTube soon? No. I'm not trying to uh, put pressure on you or anything. What what could the viewers look forward to, if anything? I don't have much planned at the minute, but that will change. We've got to get some winter plans in. So, at okay. the minute, nothing nothing in the in the books just yet. But still, there's a nice catalog of, of vlogs that Bobby has done that are all worth checking out, in my opinion. Um, very easygoing, very kind of put you in a good mood kind of vlogs, um, especially as parks start to shut down. You're going to start missing these places. So, No, oh, thank you. Yeah, I always enjoy them. Oh. And you can find me online at Storybook Amusement. So I'm on Twitter. Don't believe everything I say on Twitter. But, uh, <laughs> find me on Twitter. Causing the stir. <laughs> Also, you can find me on YouTube. That's that's where I put the most work into my content. Uh, but I've got a lot of stuff coming up. I'll just say it here, I guess. I've got a yes. video coming out about Monster Mansion and Tales of the Oki Finoki at Six Flags Over Georgia. It's a very Ooh. creepy, uh, crazy, kooky, beloved, and absolutely beautiful dark ride and some crazy history behind it. Anyway. Exciting. That's all I've got. Uh Dang, now we're at the end of the episode and uh, I don't have any words written in front of me as far as how to end this episode and I have no direction, I have no clue, no instincts, no anything of how to end this episode. You have to have something. I have to have something. Nevermore, nevermore. Ooh. Oh, crikey. (laughs) You tangled in devils. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thank you everyone so much for listening. Uh, See you next lesson. We'll be back in two weeks. Bye now. Guess that wraps things up. You guys did all right. But don't give up your day job. Say cheese. See you later.